0: So this podcast is sponsored by the Avalon Bar. They are a pub on Kent Road in Glasgow, 21A. A local business owned by a friend that have started as a new pub and we're all struggling right now. So it's a good pub that's reopened. They've got some fast fantastic nights and some cheap drinks. So go and support a local business. Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Darren Connell and this is the fourth episode of Straight White Whale. Thank you very much for listening so far. It's been good fun. Have you been enjoying it, Paul?
1: Aye, mate. I some laugh, mate. i I'll be
0: I'll be honest, mate, I, I've been really enjoying it and I regret um, leaving it so long for no starting back a podcast, especially when you see the amount of concert then. Them.
1: Aye, mate. That's it, man. Anybody with a mic and a zoom accountant's <laughs> fucking a podcaster nowadays. Aye.
0: I've been listening to them and I'm like, here, wait well, a minute, I can do that. What am I doing? Ripping the lid off it and watching Netflix.
1: I Be can- productive, mate. Be productive.
0: <laughs> so how have you been, mate? How's your week been?
1: Alright, mate. I'm off on holiday next week. I'm looking forward to it. It's when you're I'm self-employed, when you're self-employed, I think sometimes you don't take holidays. <laughs> but uh, I have no I've not had a week off for about four or five months. Wow. So aye, I'm off this week and I'm going up to the Highlands. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I'm off
0: next week as well. So we'll probably try and sort a thing with the podcast out, even if you want to just take a break for a week. Then we can go back.
1: We'll see what happens, mate. We'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> That's pure shit chat for cunts listening to it. Are they talking about a holiday? Um, I'm going to see Chappelle next week.
1: Are you? Yes. So did you watch his special? Yes, I did. Okay, what did you think?
0: I fell asleep with 10 minutes left, No, because I thought it was shite, just because I stayed up to like 3 in the morning to watch it. Right. I thought it was very good. Um, Actually, that's an understatement. The guy's a genius. I think he's the greatest living stand-up comedian ever. Right now, anyway. He's the definition of a comedian that is of his game.
1: I think so too, mate. And There's been a hell of a lot of backlash. I'm sort of like flip flopping but I would say to people to watch it and just make up your own mind that's that it is what it is, you know. It's yes.
0: art. It is art. And the guy is absolutely shit hot. And like obviously this is no controversial. This is just my opinion. Um obviously I support the trans community and uh but what I've what I've always had a problem with See bathrooms now. This has got nothing to do with trans people, but w- what I noticed the worst see when lockdown was here, and then see getting back to normal life. Mm-hmm. Have I spoke about this in the podcast? Actually, see cubicles uh, no cubicles, uh, see urinals, uh-huh. they're fucking mental, aren't they? In what way, like, <laughs> right? So, I'm piss shy, I've always <laughs> Where, been piss shy. Piss shy? It's
1: when you go
0: to your rhino and you go to do a piss and then an old creepy fat bastard stands beside you and he's like, all right, son, while looking at your bear end and you're trying to do a piss. Right. And you can't do a piss.
1: Right, okay. That's push son. Stage fright. Stage fright. Right,
0: okay. And then your wee Bobby goes like that. Roop,
1: up your arse. Turns into an enemy.
0: So, I think it's weird. Like... Also, like, you ever see old guys then peas at your rhinos and they take a wee bit too long while shaking it? Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's just, you're having a wank, mate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I believe, <laughs> I'm not educated enough on the subject, but I believe in uh, it's mixed bathrooms, isn't it? Uh,
1: aye, it would be, like, aye, just non-gender, like, just, like, a sort of one bathroom, one big bathroom for everybody to go into.
0: Right, I, I, I'm for that. I'm absolutely for that, and if trans people want to share, then that's cool. But we need to take away your because I'm pushy. <laughs> 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 I'm
1: with you on that, mate. I support them a hundred percent, and whatever the the, the how the people want to, not even just ident- uh, trans trans people, just you know anybody, however they want to identify. However they want to be addressed is fine by me.
0: I'm with you on that. Quite a heavy subject to start okay, good, the mate. podcast.
1: So Chappelle, mate, you must be buzzing.
0: I'm absolutely buzzing. Um, I went to see him about two weeks before the last lockdown and I was walking about um, Chinatown in London and it was like empty because everybody had the COVID fear. Mm-hmm. But we went to see him live... And it was beautiful to see because I've been a stand-up comedian since I've been 18. And when I watched them, I was like, wow, it's like watching Picasso paint or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Uh This is the... Someone who is, is like watching fucking, you know, I don't know. like
1: Cristiano Ronaldo rape (laughs) someday. um al- <laughs> allegedly <laughs> this is a funny thing do you know i think that how a lot of the sort? i mean we've, we've spoke about covid denial and people f- fear about the two-tier society it already exists yeah between the super talented and the super rich and everybody else yeah it's just that everybody's so scared of this man it's um
0: are, I, they love them so much that they're willing to kind of just
1: ignore everything that they did. Yeah. It's bad, you know what I mean? Like, aye, mate, fucking pretty horrendous. We've seen it during the week, mate. People were out on the streets of Newcastle celebrating the Saudi royal family buying Newcastle United. I know. And the Saudi Arabian royal family are pretty much the fucking Hitlers and the Stalins at this age. Aye. And people were out because Mike Ashley. Aye,
0: because of Sports Direct.
1: <laughs> how, how strange is that? That a self-made, maybe he's no self-made, but a self-made billionaire gets bought out of a football team by murderers, mm-hmm. misogynists—you know, like uh, dictators—pretty yeah. much—and um, normal working-class people in the northeast of England are out celebrating in the streets. Mate.
0: Yeah, it's mental. Um, Jimmy Five Bellies, is he still alive?
1: I don't know, mate.
0: I was going to try and... No, nah, it's just a terrible joke, man.
1: We'll Go for it. I want to hear it. We can cut it <laughs> I
0: don't know what I was going to say. I don't. Honestly, I don't know what I was going to say. I think it was just like a nervous tick. And just Jimmy Five Marys, <laughs> <laughs> anything associated with Newcastle whatsoever. You just think of Jimmy. My ass is absolutely busted, eh, mate. I started a new personal trainer. I ditched the the other one. The other one was a bit of a cowboy. Cowboy personal trainers, just like the cold water therapy. Um. Uh. I know he's a good personal trainer because I can barely fucking walk. To the point that, like, you ever get somebody that pushes you so hard and you're like, oh, "I think I've got COVID symptoms, man." Like, <laughs> like something's wrong with my lungs, all man. The, I was born different.
1: All, all the excuses start to give it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my mental health, mate. You're you're impacting my mental health. You oh. need to stop pushing me.
0: But what a feeling, man, to to get a good trainer and to date it properly. Even, like, your boxing uh, wraps are fucking drenched in sweat and you're like, right, this is how you should really feel. But mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be late for the podcast today, mate. I was, like, shuffling along the road. I had to get a taxi. I was like, oh, my God. Wait for the water. So, oh, mate, I can barely fucking sit down the room. I sat outside the outside the building and just sat in the pavement eating a sandwich, dr- uh, drenching it in hot sauce. But you've got your curtains done, so people just thought I was sitting on the pavement. <laughs>
1: A fucking it's, hobo, did anybody throw you change?
0: Hi, <laughs> I they were just like what's he then? What's that handsome guy then sitting in the fucking pavement?
1: <laughs> did you see the story about the Zodiac killer? Yes, mate. How fucking crazy is this that this guy has been on internet forums <laughs> slagging, fucking, slagging other serial killers for getting caught?
0: What type of comments was he making?
1: Like, because uh, I was
0: unaware of that by the way, I never knew he was doing that.
1: Let's let's read some out.
0: So the Zodiac colour get found they, they found out who it was recently And the guy passed away in 2018
1: or that's something That's it mate, that's exactly it um, Let's find some of these uh, I bet
0: you he was amazing at Zodoku ah, Sorry, I'm so sorry Zodiac <laughs> <laughs> <You kidding? laughs> Sorry, I've got fucking Because I've been training I feel uh, um Delusional
1: Apparently he's a Lady Gaga fan Katy Perry fan. So, like, big into pop music. But there was also a post by somebody called... I don't... I think... Was they saying this was... The funniest... So, this is a tweet by KTW6 News Network in America. So, it must be, like, you know... The funniest thing about identifying the Zodiac Killer, Gary Francis post, is some guy knew it was him and was just, like, hanging out with him. And the guy's Facebook post for the 12th of November 2018 has got photos of him with him. that says... My last visit with the old man, Gary Post. Zodiac, question mark. God dang, I miss this old man. So people out there knew it was him and just hung about with me.
0: That is insane.
1: But I, he was commenting on, like, there was one where it was about, what, what's the Gacy guy?
0: John Wayne Gacy, uh-huh. the clown And guy. he
1: was just like, he's a fraud. Or ha ha, I didn't get caught. It was just stuff like that on YouTube videos.
0: As he's liking, like, Katie Price videos and stuff. Uh, Katie, uh, Katie Price, fuck's sake.
1: Uh, he's, like, a pure avid music fan. He would do, like, reviews on, like, music and pop music and stuff like that. It's just... I just think it's crazy that the guy's been there, people have known, Maybe mm-hmm. he's outed it.
0: But see, our, our society, how, like, you get distracted with shiny toys. Like, see, when the news broke that they found the zodiac killer mm-hmm. see within five minutes i was just like gone through netflix like
1: nah Aye, well, gone. all right
0: cool okay it's the same when the american government released ufo evidence it was just nah.
1: what do you make of that, mate what's your take
0: I, I don't know about bob lazar but i definitely believe in ufos and there's life outside Have you heard about bob lazar i think some of the stuff that he said is true
1: well, pretty much all it's been proven. Oh, really? I will I stand correct. He was talking about Element 215 in back in the 80s. Aye. So there's, like, a few things that Bob Lazar's go right. He spoke about the pill, which we have now get conclusive video proof of, like, in the sense the the Navy videos, he, this wee thing that just shifts. Like yeah. looks like it just teleports. He was talking about that back in the 80s as well. He was a hundred percent there, I think, mate, and these stories never changed over the course of nearly 40 years. Wow. The guy's stories never changed. So I think he's one of the very few genuine. Have
0: you ever seen a film called Fire in the Sky? No. So it's about uh it's based on true events and it's about loggers in America that right. they were they were logging and during their shift they seen a light in the sky. And they were like, "What the fuck is well, mate,
1: that?" See, when I was ten, I was coming back for aikido, and me and my big cousin Thomas were coming back for that, and we were walking through a bit of that's called the Plany, and we're walking through, mate. It's pitch black, and it, streetlights are, and it's about, you know, a mile squared or whatever. <sighs> and for whatever reason, mate, I don't know why, I don't. It wasn't a sound, but Bayface just looked up, and there was a white dot that looked like. Um, If you could imagine a really, really, really bright light bulb, but maybe about four miles up in the sky. So, like, the strength of a light bulb in a house, but just tiny. So it wasn't a plane mm. and it wasn't a star. And then the thing just made a fucking zigzag shape in the sky and disappeared and left a fucking, like, white light, light lightning. And me and my cousin turned around looked at each other and just ran wow. separate directions. I ran him, he ran him. And I got up the next day and we all got to school. I went along to the end of the street to go on the bus to go to school. And I said to him, like, fuck, what was that all about last night? And he was like, that didn't happen. Man. That was a dream. He was just ah. in pure denial. I was about 10, he was 12. And, uh, mate, I, I swear to God, it happened. And then when I was about 15, and I'll caveat this, we saying I was absolutely stoned at my mind. Hmm. on fucking hash, ball, uh, hash buckets. <laughs> Me and my mate had walked up to the nearest... <laughs> Essel station Aye. to get, a, like, 24-hour Essel station to get munchies at, like, Pure One in the morning. And as we were coming back through, sort of Hag Hill, there's a park called Park, again, pitch black, and then this just bore light, just blinded the two of yous. There was nothing around us, but it was, like, awe-consuming. You couldn't see anything. And ah. then it just went off. Like, somebody flicked a light switch and it went away, and, and me and him just turned into each other and just freaked out, mate. Just were well, like, poor, I've got no idea what that was. Did you, did you see that? Aye, aye. What was that? I don't know. And the two is just for well, like, fuck. So I've had two weird, unexplainable experiences with a light. Mm-hmm. But that thing that I seen, that I remember seeing in the sky doing the zigzag, it was exactly like that fucking pilhing, mate. It just jumped across the fucking sky and then disappeared out of nowhere. There was no noise, there was no explosions, there was, there was nothing. It was just this white light that was just dotting about the fucking sky. So, mate, mental. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I, don't, I, would, I would never be like, that was a UFO. I've seen a UFO. I just, I've got the explanation, but see the way that you see this footage, it looked the exact same like that, like a fucking tic-tac in the sky. Uh-huh. And I, I swear on my dad's grave it happened.
0: I believe in it. What I mean? I'm open-minded. I want it to be true. And there's, it's true now that, I mean, the government are actually releasing stuff about it, but um, I've, no, opinion, I've never had an experience like my that. My
1: opinion is, is that they have either developed this technology and not been wanting to give it it the Russians during the Cold War and the Chinese since then and, and whatever. So it's either te- technology suppression... Which absolutely happens. Like they would, they, they didn't tell us when they had the atomic bomb. They they had the ability to track people through facial recognition before they put it in. So this thing, this happens. Like they suppress technology, mm-hmm. um, and I think that they've either developed it and div- discovered these new elements, and they've just been like, this is too much. We can't release this. People will freak out. Or Roswell's real. Yeah. They fun maybe no fun an alien, but they fund the vi- the the vehicle and they've reversed engineered that. Oh, but if
0: you're into good UFO films, watch Fire in the Sky. Um, it's about loggers that you know were logging. They see a bright light in the sky, and one of them runs towards it. He goes missing, uh, for five days, and he turns up in a village completely fucking dehydrated and scared. Do you know, I had a friend in school whose brother said, I've, I never met his brother, but it was one of those ones, his brother uh, drove a car up to Falkirk one night and they were in the car park and they were sitting on the car smoking a joint and they said a UFO came down and he did not. It affected his life, like. Can I get the number
1: for his dealer, Hi. <laughs> he was <laughs> taking
0: hash buckets. <laughs> <laughs> Me, but my it, mate. It was like no, normally, if if you think that you've seen a UFO or a ghost or something, you'd think yes. But it supposedly fucked his head up, and right, he never wanted to talk about it. But um, he was supposedly a really good artist, and he drew it a couple of times. And but anytime somebody tried to bring it up, he was like, nah. Couldn't he talk about. He couldn't that, talk mate? about that. It. It's world mental health day today and it's a sunday the podcast will probably be out on tuesday but you're a therapist mm-hmm. and i've i'm a fat depressed pig so i think the two what days, a combination <laughs> that
1: we are mate
0: i think it's a good combo right, uh but if it's world mental health day and i know i flag these kind of cold water therapy people and like these you go away and you do a, a, a weekend course to become a therapist and stuff but if if you're listening to this and you do have mental health problems or anxiety um from my own experience i would say if you're too self-conscious to go to a gp i would say phone um the, the samaritans or something like breathing space Then when you talk to someone like that over the phone, that might soften the blow of your anxiety Mm -hmm. and, you know, make you realise that it's not that big a deal to go to your GP. Exactly what I done. And then when I went to my GP, I sat there and I thought, what was all that hassle about? Mm -hmm. I wasted a year of my life building this thing up in my brain to this impossible kind of thing. And I went there and there's something beautiful about talking to a stranger by the way you just get it off your chest and then there's a process to that if you've got addiction problems they'll send you to a a, like a specialist um but you'll get to talk to somebody Uh, obviously it can go badly as well i remember sitting with my therapist. i had a therapist and i had a it was so long ago i can't remember right but i remember telling this i don't think she was a nurse but I was like, oh, look, I've not been sleeping for days. I'm absolutely fucked. Um, I don't know if I've said this in a podcast. I think so. I'm like, I'm absolutely fucked. I don't want to live. I can't sleep. I need help. And she done that. Why don't you have a nice glass of warm milk? I'm like, what? Give me fucking scoobies. Scooby, scooby, scoobies. <laughs> and then the other, my actual therapist, uh, she was like... <laughs> Why don't you do things to de stress? And I was like, What do you do to de stress? And she's like, Oh, I just take my horse out in the field. I'm like, well, there's no fields in Springburn then. Mm-hmm. I go and fucking.
1: You, you've just told the exact reason why you shouldn't listen to anybody else about how you should fix your mental health or live your life because they're not you. Yeah. And they don't know you. And her advice is right. You don't, everybody needs to de stress, but the way that she de stresses is not the way that you'll de stress. Yeah. Um and I and there's a lot of people out there trying to prey on vulnerable people and they've not get the answer either, mate. No. They don't know.
0: So get to the experts. Get to the experts or phone the Samaritans. Mm. They saved my life.
1: Absolutely, mate. Absolutely.
0: Right. So we'll go through the uh I feel like I want to give a band a shout out, mate. I've randomly listened to a band on Twitter the other day. They favorited one of my tweets. And they're fucking amazing, man. They were called Old White Label. I think they, right. they were a half-decent band maybe, like, ten years ago and through family, like, people having wains and stuff, they've came back. Right. And it's, like, dead uh, Hans Zimmery, like, retro daft punk. And they're right. shit hot, man. I listened to their albums. I've got no connection to them whatsoever, but... If you are into like weird Blade Runner kind of soundtrack stuff, um, go and check them out. When you're doing a podcast, you try to get material. So you're going through every fucking inch of your life. Maybe stuff that's not good enough for stand-up. So a couple of years ago, I was going out on a date with a girl that I really liked. Right. And I thought there might have been an opportunity that we would be making sweet love at the end of the night. Bump nugglies. Yes.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> and uh,
0: I was like, "Ah, right, fuck it, man. I want to like look and feel good." So I think I was like twenty-four or something, and I was like, "I've never shaved in my life." So one of my lassie pals told me about V. She was just like, going by buy V." She never said anything else. And I'm the type I get. I don't read instructions, right? I don't. <laughs> oh, no. I don't read anything. Wow. Right. So. I got strap this... Strap in. <laughs> I strap in. So I got this uh, jug of veet, jug, like a fucking cocktail.
1: A bottle of veet. Mate, it comes in the same fucking container as like filler. Aye. <laughs> like fucking poly filler.
0: So no reading the instructions. With V. there's a wee kind of shaver thing that comes with it. I ditched that in the bin and actually get a Gillette free. Went into my shower right. And obviously, you put V area your boss. I'm like that. The full fucking tub of V, all around me. Apart from my pits, I do my chest, my belly, and my boss. And I get my, and I put it in like sun lotion. And then I get my, my Gillette free and I start shaving my chest.
1: Holy fuck. So st- basically, you used hair removal cream as shaving cream? Yes. Oh my God, mate. <sighs>
0: Within maybe two to three minutes, I started to feel a tingle in my boss <laughs> that was like, I've never experienced a, a pain like it.
1: It's like you've dipped your boz in a acid?
0: It was like something that was on your skin, you couldn't get it off and it was sinking into your skin. Uh-huh. So I managed to, re- I removed all the hair, but I was red raw, like to the point I was your like- bump? Aye, I was burnt. Uh-huh. I basically get burnt through V, uh-huh. and I thought if I'm more lucky enough to have sex tonight, it's no happening. So we went out in the day and all night. I was like, ah, I don't feel good, and basically I get chemical burn through uh-huh. V, uh-huh. and I went to the clinic. and What clinic? The fucking Sandyford.
1: Why did you go to the Sandyford for <laughs> chemical burns?
0: Right, that's another thing because it was my boss. <laughs> I never realised that the Sandyford clinic was just for sex. So, right, aye,
1: you needed to go to the fucking Burns Clinic. Mate, aye, if... so I
0: needed to go to the hospital, oh but because God. I was right. 24, I was like, oh, my dick right. and my boss. What were
1: their faces like when you explained what happened in the Sandyford?
0: That's the thing, right? I went in to see the guy and I, sh- I pulled out my dick and my boss and it was all chemical burns to fuck. And he was like, uh, that's uh, straight away without even touching it or looking at it. Properly, he's like, That is um, oh fuck, gone gonorrhea. Is it? No, it's not gonorrhea. What was the other ones?
1: Um, herpes. What's the might have been herpes? Uh, Like genital warts or something. Herpes. He was like,
0: What's the one that doesn't go away?
1: Uh, Herpes. You've got it for life,
0: mate. Right. So he's like, "Ah, That's herpes. And I was like, No, I've been using V and I think it's chemical burn. And he's like, Nah, you've got herpes. Right. But I was like, then I said to him, but I've not had sex. (laughs) Right. And he's like, nah, it's herpes. So I phoned NHS 24 and I was like, I went to this Andyford man and the guy says I've got herpes, but I've not had sex in like a year. Right. And the, the actual, the nurse at first, the nurse was like, oh, that's a shame. And then a guy nurse came on and the guy was like laughing. Right. i was laughing and all he's like hey, mate don't worry about it man it's fucking chemical burn uh-huh. like you'll be all right and uh-huh. i was all right so
1: right fuck's sake mate i mean just when you said i got a mac free Aye. i was like oh no
0: i used a full tub mate i remember being in the the pub in the dancing where
1: even <laughs> if she did do that oh let's go and
0: have sex like obviously nobody would say that and that's that way but i'd be like no you're all right i'm just mate. being a gentleman so i used to go to the barber college i'd, I'd done the nine month course in being a barber mate, i was a, a truck. I basically <laughs> was, it's like you get a, a job placement like a work placement and a barber's but they give you an open razor so see to nobody lets you see when you're trying to be a barber nobody lets you fucking try to cut their hair. Mate one her. Aye. Mate one her, mate. Aye because I'm fucking burning my balls off. you
1: basically let like some cunt fucking practice with your self esteem. Right so
0: basically what I done was they give you an open razor to shave people mm-hmm. and one time in the house I thought... Well, took wait.
1: an open razor to your nuts mate.
0: More than that. I don't <laughs> know why I'm talking like fucking Trump. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I took the open razor and I shaved Every single part of my body, apart from my head and my eyebrows, <coughs> I shaved my face to the neck down.
1: Like so, your neck down alopecia.
0: Every single part of my hair, my tits, my, my tits, my my belly, my buzz. How many? My, how my many hair. cuts? Not one fucking cut. Oh, you
1: must have done good at that course, then,
0: mate. Amazing. Like, and it took about six months for it all to grow back it's actually it was that bad I was like, I've done something here, like <laughs> some damage has been done I've to have
1: ruined m- my chest hell. Aye. So Mate, how how weird a feeling is it when you get to that even with your boss or your chest or I've I've done I've I've hell removal cream shaved everything as well earlier, mm. I think every guy, no many would admit this. I think you're kinda like putting yourself out there saying that you've done this, but how f- how weird does it feel when you get to the Velcro stage? And you're like <laughs> moving about and your clays are like clinging to you. You're Aye. like pure like I your boxers are just fucking sticking to the wee jaggy hairs at your fucking balls I Remember mean.
0: when you were a wee guy and your sides weren't attached to your head, you could pull them out. You're like, <laughs> Oh, can't get, I can't wait until I get a beard. And then ten years of your fucking adult life, you're like, I can't believe I'm shaving. Uh, I went for a colonic on oh, Friday. I, uh, I know this,
1: but tell us how did
0: it go it was incredible if you have been listening to the podcast um she was like that to me also oh, you've started a podcast and i was like uh hi are you listening to it she was like no no yet. and i'm like thank fuck Aye, <laughs> like, she was like how should i And we, are you basically you're talking about me and i said i kind of as, a- as a joke though uh but I got a colonic, and I got a B12 jag, and I get a vitamin C jag, mate. Right. But the f- the vitamin C jag was basically into the side of my fucking kidney, I think. Like,
1: right here. Right. And
0: it's still a wee bit sore, by the way. Aye. What, and a
1: fucking spinal tap or something
0: I, that she's done? Aye, mate. Just see when I done a pee that night. Mm-hmm. I was looking at my pee, and it was like a luminous yellow.
1: Did it smell of sugar puffs?
0: Aye. Aye. Uh, so thank you very much everyone for tuning in and listening to the podcast i want to have it free-flowing and good-natured banter with my pal paul and uh, hopefully you you've enjoyed it if you do enjoy it can you please do me a favor can you share it even if you don't want to share it on social media, going to just put it in your WhatsApp groups and all that, because when it gets more traction, it does better. And I just want to thank everybody for donating a coffee so far, because it covers costs with the fucking production of this. So if you could continue to buy coffees, it would be appreciated. It's like £3 a coffee. If you can, then that's all right. I just value you listening and um you know we'll we'll be back again so all the best man